Hey, it's Seeking Plum. As Sophie started to think about being alive, she began to realize that she would not be alive forever. I am in the world now, she thought, but one day I shall be gone. Was there life after death? This was another question the cat was blissfully unaware of. It was not long since Sophie's grandmother had died. For more than six months, Sophie had missed her every single day. How unfair that life had to end. Sophie stood on the gravel path thinking. She tried to think extra hard about being alive so as to forget that she would not be alive forever, but it was impossible. As soon as she concentrated on being alive now, the thought of dying also came into her mind. The same thing happened the other way around. Only by conjuring up an intense feeling of one day being dead could she appreciate how terribly good it was to be alive. It was like two sides of a coin that she kept turning over and over. And the bigger and clearer one side of the coin became, the bigger and clearer the other side became too. You can't experience being alive without realizing that you have to die, she thought. But it's just as impossible to realize you have to die without thinking how incredibly amazing it is to be alive. Sophie remembered Granny saying something like that the day the doctor told her she was ill. I never realized how rich life was until now, she had said. How tragic that most people had to get ill before they understood what a gift it was to be alive. That was an excerpt from Sophie's World by Justine Garner. As I sit here recording this, it is Tuesday morning. On Thursday afternoon, my father died. We haven't spoken in a few years. But apart from our personal history, we both saw life and death differently. The afterlife, what it meant to be alive, what we valued during life because of our perspective of death and what happens or doesn't happen afterward. I found myself pondering questions on both sides of that coin, life and death. If you could learn when you were going to transition or pass or whatever word you want to use from this life to whatever does or doesn't come next, would you, would you want to know? And if you did, would it change anything for you? Because if you had, if you had five, 10, 15, 20 years ahead of you before that date, that time, how is it going to change life for you now? I think that sometimes when we have a shorter period of time, a deadline, we want to seize the moment, seize the day, and soak up each moment with those we love, soak up each experience that we have when we know we're short on time. But when we have more time, then we push off what we can do tomorrow instead of doing it today. But then what happens when time grows short? Do we spend our moments 
reveling in the experiences or spending them with those we love. The thing about this question is though, even if we had a specific date that was even a couple of years out, in some ways that date is irrelevant because we all know that it is inevitable that we are going to die. I think it's something that we often don't like to think about or we like to push off and ignore for now because it's such a morbid idea, a morbid thought to consider. But, but without considering that side of the coin, we can't truly, truly appreciate the flip side, the being alive, being present, being here now in this moment. And whatever you believe happens next, once that coin flips, there's no flipping it back. So enjoy this now. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy the relationships, the experiences now because because there is no there is no do-over. And again, whatever you believe, it's usually each person for themselves. You can't take you can't take your loved ones with you. You can't take those experiences with you. So live live now. Don't wait. Don't live for the next life. Do it now. Do it now. Thanks for listening. In today's episode, you heard music from Vortex, entitled Memoir of Solitude, from the Free Music Archive under a Creative Commons license. The details can be found in the episode description.